Good evening, everyone, and a warm welcome to the prayer experience. Thank you so much for joining us from across the world. I do trust that you had a blessed Sunday today, wherever you were fellowshipping. I do trust that you had the word of God and you came away encouraged. Please do share this video with others just to remind them that it is time to pray so that they can join us in our prayers. Or maybe it's a reminder that they can catch up later and pray along with us. And also subscribe to Daily Talks Media channel on YouTube. We are also live on Facebook and on other social media platforms, whichever suits you. Please subscribe, especially to our YouTube channel. And we thank you if you've already subscribed. May I invite you to connect with us by leaving a comment or a prayer request or even a praise report. Let us know what God is doing in your life. And if your prayer is of a confidential nature, you can ring the prayer experience hotline number, which is on the screen now. And there will be someone available to pray with you. You know, there's power in the prayer of agreement. If you want someone to pray along with you or agree in prayer, please use that prayer experience hotline number, which is available for you. We encourage you to use that. Let's give thanks to our God this evening. Our God is a wonderful God. I'm going to read from Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. And it's the NIV version and it says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. You know, I like it when we when it says be thankful. It tells us, you know, that let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts and but above all be thankful. As the children of God, we ought to be thankful. And before we pray, let's just come before him. Let's take a few minutes uh, and give thanks to our God and appreciate him. I always say we should have an attitude of gratitude. And before we get into prayer, let's give God, for, let's give our Father thanks for all that he is doing, for who, who he is. You know, this scripture says we have peace, the peace of Christ rules in our hearts. So maybe wherever you are, let's thank God for peace of Christ that rules in our hearts. If you are a child of God, the peace of Christ does rule in your heart. If you let that peace rule in your heart. But I just want to thank our Lord and our Father and our Savior for his peace in our hearts. It says in the Bible that he has given us peace that passes all understanding. And so, Father, this evening as we gather before you from different parts of the nations, we say thank you, Lord. Lord, for giving us peace, not like the world gives. You give us peace that is from on high, the peace of God, the peace of Christ that rules in our hearts. We give it rulership, we give it reign, we give your, your, your peace room in our hearts tonight. And we say thank you, Lord, for peace that rules within our hearts. And another thing we want to thank the Lord for is that we are members of one body. You know, he has chosen the church to be a body 
it says he is the head of that body and i want us to thank the lord for the church this evening thank the lord for your individual church wherever you go the place where you fellowship and you call your church family just thank god for your church right now that he has called us into one body but not necessarily you know your different church but as as the body the entire church together put together the the different denominations that we are called you know into being one body where he is the head father we just thank you so much for calling us uh, to be christians to be christ-like we thank you father for for giving us the kingdom you know for giving us uh, uh, the keys to the kingdom for making us children of god for making us children of the almighty god we thank you for the blessings that come from being your children the benefits of being children of god and we just uh, uh, name them one by one the benefits of salvation the benefits of good health the benefits of provision the benefits of peace the, the gifts of the spirit oh god we thank you for joy we thank you that the joy of the lord is our strength we thank you lord for all that you are doing in our lives for all that you are doing in our hearts for all that you are doing here on the prayer experience community we thank you for every member for their family we thank you lord for choosing us and bringing us together and loving us and making us who we are as individuals made in your image in the likeness of him we were made we were created to bring glory to you so father once again before we move on we say thank you for who you are and thank you for making me me thank you for my sisters and my brothers in christ thank you for my children lord thank you for calling me for the call of god upon my life for the things you have created me to do for opening my eyes and saying yes to your salvation thank you father for the things that money cannot buy we give you our praise we thank you we worship you hallelujah to your name oh god who is like you oh lord we thank you we bless your name we say our father we welcome you as we pray here this evening oh god we thank you for leading for the presence of the holy spirit lord i pray that your presence lord will be felt wherever people are through the atmosphere through the social media channel oh god we thank you that you are not limited by location your spirit knows no limit we thank you father in jesus mighty name we have given thanks what a mighty mighty and powerful god we serve i want us to move on and i'm going to be talking out we look at the inspired word and i want to talk about increasing faith you know our faith as believers should be increasing not dwindling our faith should be growing and we're going to be looking at the familiar passage of the centurion and we're looking at um the bible verse i think it's luke 24 no sorry my script did i put the verse it's actually Luke chapter 4. My apologies. I've not put the scripture on, on the screen. 
Uh, but anyway, we will look, it's either Luke chapter 3 or Luke chapter 4. But we all know anyway, this scripture is about this, the faith of the centurion. So I'm going to be reading from verse 1 to verse 6. And it says, There a centurion's servant, whom his master valued highly, was sick and about to die. The centurion heard of Jesus and sent some elders of the Jews to him, asking him to come and heal his servant. When they came to Jesus, they pleaded earnestly with him, this man deserves to have you do this because he loves our nation and he has built our synagogue. And verse 6 says, so Jesus went with them. So when it says there, a centurion servant, verse 1, there it means Capernaum. Jesus was going to Capernaum. So that's where the there means. And we know this story very well, like I said. But there's something that I saw about the faith of this centurion. You know what he did first? The centurion decided that he would send people to say to Jesus, come to my house and heal the servant. Uh, and then, uh, you know, but then later on, it says that he changes his mind. He realizes, you know what, I'm not going to bother the Lord and say, come to my house. So it's as if as though his uh, faith increases. First of all, he was saying, go and call Jesus to come to my house and heal this man. But then later on, he realizes, you know what, I don't even have to bother the Lord. I don't even have to tell him to come to the house. You know, I just need the Lord to say the word. You know, he say, it says in the Bible, he says, Lord, don't trouble yourself, for I don't even deserve to have you come under my roof. You know, then the man that he had sent returned to the house. He says, by the time these men returned and met Jesus and said, you know what, just say the word and my servant will be healed. It says that by the time they returned to the house, they found that the servant was well. Notice how he was he, he was healed, not because he deserved it. You know, they, they said, you know, he's been a good man. He's helped to build the synagogue. But we know that he was not healed because he deserved it or because of his good works. We know that this man was healed because of the centurion's faith. So I just want to pose a few questions to ask this evening and say, is your faith in God increasing as you are walking with him? Or are you still insisting that Jesus comes to heal you when you've got the word of God, when you can speak the word of God over yourself, when you can say that healing is my portion in the name of Jesus, when you can say by his stripes that I, I am healed by his stripes, or are we still praying those prayers that don't show any faith where we say, Lord, heal me, Lord, heal me, Lord, heal me, when you can take the word and stand by faith and say, by his stripes I am healed. Are we still, are you still praying and asking the Lord to provide for you when you're not even sending applications and preparing yourself for that job interviews? 
I want to ask us another question. Are our actions in alignment with our faith today? You know, I want us to ask ourselves, are my actions in alignment with my faith? Are you still asking God as a Christian for 20 years? Are you still asking God to do things that he has told you in, in his word? You know, or maybe God has told you to do something and you've not yet obeyed. Today, will you make that decision to read the word of God more so that your faith will increase. It says in the word that faith comes by hearing the word. We've got the word of God. And as we meditate on that word, as we listen to that word, like I was talking about healing before, we listen to those scriptures of healing and we hear those scriptures, then our faith in healing increases. There are things, there are tools that we should be using right now at this stage of in our walk with God. I really sense this on, on my heart that God is saying to some of us, it is time for us to text our faith to another level. It is time for us to step up in our faith. You know, I had a story of people in a certain place and they were praying they were gathering to pray for rain but there was one little boy whose faith he was full of faith you know what this boy did he turned up to this prayer meeting with an umbrella because he really believed that it would rain and some people were looking weirdly at him because there was not even a sign of rain coming but this boy had faith you know i just want us uh, to take a moment right now, a moment of reflecting on, on some of the questions I've been asking us, you know, that are we still asking God for things or to show us things that are in his word? Are we praying uh, 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 prayers that are not showing that we have faith and therefore we're not seeing answers to the prayers? You know, is our faith increasing? You know, am I still saying, Lord, come to my house so that my servant will be healed because he's a good man oh i am stepping things up and saying lord you don't even deserve to come into my house but just say the word from where you are the moment you say the word then my servant will be healed just like we've read in the story at that moment when the man returned home the servant was healed because jesus said the word it says as we read this story that jesus himself was amazed at this, the faith of the centurion. It says he was moved, he was amazed. He said, I've not seen faith like this before. Because the centurion thought practically and said, I myself, if I can tell people come here and they obey my authority as, as a leader, then what, what more about Jesus? So we know these things, but are we allowing ourselves and our faith to develop and increase in God or we're still remaining small and praying uh, uh, 
faithless prayers and asking God to do things that he's already done, he's already accomplished. We should just agree with the word of God and by faith we take what belongs to us. The Bible says they, they take it by force, taking it by force, knowing that this belongs to me and my family. Oh, let us reflect on this word and say, Lord, help me to be a person who walks by faith and not by sight. Help me, Lord, to grow spiritually. Help me to read the word and meditate on it so that my faith will increase. Lord, we thank you. We thank you that without faith, it is impossible to please you. And we know that there are measures of faith. What we are asking God is that through the help of your Holy Spirit, that we will be a people who grow spiritually, that we will be a people who will make the decision today that I will turn to the word, that I will feed on the word, that I am a child of God. I belong to the kingdom of God, that we not only know this, but we will put this into action. Jesus said that you practice my word. We put the word into practice. It is a practical thing. So Father, we are asking that you would help us to grow. We would take the necessary steps. There will be no laziness within our lives, within the body of Christ. We will take the word and we will run with it by faith in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. I want us to move on now and pray for the church. I want us to pray for an outpouring of his spirit. Look at Luke chapter 3 verse 16 and it says, John answered them all, I baptize you with water, but the one who is more powerful than I will come. The straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. And in Luke chapter 24, verse 49, and it's the Amplified, it says, I am sending the promise of my Father, the Holy Spirit upon you, but you are to remain in the city of Jerusalem until you are clothed, fully equipped with the power from on high. You know, there are still many people who call themselves Christians and they are still they've still not received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I want us to pray over the body of Christ right now that the church will be clothed with power from on high. I want us to pray for all within the body of Christ to be filled with the Holy Spirit and go to the ends of the earth to be witnesses of Jesus Christ. Let us pray that the Holy Spirit will be poured out afresh upon all believers. Let there be a fresh outpouring within the church of God. I want us to pray as well that believers will have a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit and be aware of who he is. Father, in the name of God, we pray right now over the entire body of Christ, over the global church right now, that there will be a fresh outpouring of your spirit 
spirit of God, that none in the church will still be without the Holy Spirit and the knowledge of who he is, that he is our counselor, that he is our helper, that he is our advocate, that he is, he is the help that we need, our encourager, the one who helps us to pray when we don't know how to pray. Oh, Father, I thank you, the one who intercedes for us. I pray right now that the church will receive a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit, that they will receive power on high to be able to do that which God has called the people of God to do. It is not by might, it is not by power, but by the Spirit of God. So, Lord, we are asking on behalf of the body of Christ that you pour out your Spirit upon all flesh, upon our sons and our daughters, upon our the old people, oh God. I pray upon the whole body of Christ for a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We are longing for a move of God within the church, oh God. Let the old things go, but the new things, oh God, the new things that you want to do, you say, behold, I am doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? Lord, that there is nothing impossible, that you will create rivers in the desert, oh God. Father, we thank you that there is no limit to what you want to do within the church, but it is us who limits you. And so we are asking for a fresh outpouring of your spirit upon your church right now in the name of Jesus. Upon your church in the United Kingdom, we uplift the church in the United Kingdom, oh God. And you would empower us afresh, oh God, by your Holy Spirit. Baptize us, oh God, in, in your power and in your fire. Let there be a fire in our hearts, oh God, a fire that never bends out, a fire, a fire that never runs out, oh God, we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Set us ablaze for you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen and amen. Time is not on my side. I have to keep more. I have to keep going uh, and stay focused. Uh, let's move on and pray for the nation. I want us to pray for repentance. In Luke chapter 5, verses 31 to 32, it says, Jesus answered them, It is not the wealthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. I want us to pray that the eyes of the lost will be opened so that they recognize their need for God. And I want us to pray that they will call upon the name of the Lord and they will be saved. I want us to pray that they will surrender to God and his will. And let's pray for more hunger for God in the nations of our world, more hunger for God in our loved, loved ones and our children. And let's pray. Let's think of these nations where there's so much unrest going on. I, I think of Sudan as well as you in Yemen and in Russia and Ukraine. 
pray. Father, we pray over the nations of the world that people will turn to Jesus. They need you. It is not the healthy who need a doctor. And we know the people in our nations that they need Jesus. And so, Father, we pray. We call them that they will come to righteousness or that they will repent of their sins and turn to you, O oh God. We pray that blind eyes will be opened, that hard hearts will be softened in the name of Jesus. We call forth upon the nations of the world to repent and turn to God. Oh, like the city of Nineveh did, oh God. Oh, when they heard that there was uh, uh, the judgment of God coming upon them, they repented, they fasted and mourned and said, have mercy on us, God. And we pray that you will have mercy on the nations of the world, oh God. We think of the people in Sudan. We think of the people in Russia, in Ukraine. We think of the people in the United Kingdom, in the Middle East, oh God. We call them forth from the north, from the west, from the east, from the south, that they will turn, they will repent. This is the hour, this is the day to repent, to turn to God. We are calling souls out to turn to God and repent of their sins so that none shall perish. He says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. So we call forth upon the people of the world that they would turn to God. Let there be a turning, oh God. Let there be a turning, oh God. Let there be a turning, oh God. Wherever you are, maybe you can stand up and turn around. We want to see the people of the nations turn to Jesus. I command the nations to turn, to repent before God this evening. We call for the nation of Cambodia, the nation of South Africa, the nation of Nigeria, the nation of Zimbabwe. We call you for to repent and be saved in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We thank you for all that you are doing. You will bring it to completion, oh God, that they will turn to you and, and, and none shall perish. Those you've written their names in the book of life oh God, they will not perish in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We thank you for men and women and children turning to Jesus right now as we pray, oh God, by faith. We believe that hearts are turning, hearts are yearning. Those who are ready right now will take the opportunity and say, Father, come into my heart, come into my life and be the Lord of my life. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. You know, I just sense that, you know, today we need to end here. You know, I'm going, my time has run out, but I just needed to spend more time praying for the nations. And that's fine for us to do that as the spirit leads. You know, I always say, God, take over. And I believe that we needed to spend more time praying for the nations. 
And if I can invite you as well to continue to pray for repentance and salvation upon the nations. So, Father, we just thank you this evening for hearing our prayers as we pray tonight over the nations of the world. We believe, God, that hearts have turned to you. We believe, oh God, that those who have been seeking a way, they have found a way. Those who been longing in their hearts, they found something, Lord. You will send somebody. You will lead them to a social media page. Those who are hungry, I sense their hungry souls who are who, who don't know what to do. But Lord, we just thank you that you will make a way. You will make a way. You will help them turn. We thank you that it, you know they've turned they, they, their path, their journey in life. There's been a turn. There's been a shift right now, even as we pray on this platform tonight, over souls across the nations of the world. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank you so much, Lord. We thank you. We seal these prayers with the blood of Jesus. And thank you so much, everyone, for joining us tonight as we pray. I trust that you will enjoy and you have a blessed evening. But before we go, just to remind you to subscribe to our audio podcast as well. If you've not done that, please do so. And we are back. Otherwise, tomorrow it's a Monday at 1 p.m. Thank you so much for joining me and God bless you.
angels cry. Oh.